somehow, I end up discussing God with most people I meet. This, of course, makes the priesthood an excellent choice of profession for me. But even when I'm not evangelizing, even when I'm not wearing my collar, even when I'm just having a random conversation at the zoo, or at the grocery store, or at the bar, I end up hearing people's stories of experiencing a higher power, or their upbringing in faith communities, and often about their struggles with the church. I cannot tell you how many folks have told me they've been driven away from God by the church. And I can tell you about a million more who have been disappointed by the church's leadership or her people or her direction. I hear the echoes of Jesus as he calls the Pharisees hypocrites coming from the the lips of proclaimed atheists. I hear stories from people who cannot believe in God because of their experiences with his people. And I hear stories of people abused by religion, beat over the head with strict fundamentalist readings of scripture, and brutalized by judgment. When I hear these stories, stories which I have heard over dinner with friends, and from drunk strangers at a Jacksonville Jumbo shrimp game, my heart aches for these folks and for God, who I feel is being unjustly represented. This person could live their whole life without the loving, personal God I know. This person is facing the harsh realities of the world without a savior. This person has nothing greater than themselves to turn to. In Paul's letter to the Romans today, we hear that Christians act differently. This is not to earn God's love or our salvation. God's love and grace are gifts freely given. But these behaviors are in response to the grace of God shown to us. They are a reflection of the God who loves us and wants a relationship with us. They are our way of showing people a glimpse of God at work in this world. Unfortunately, the most visible Christians in our society are those who perhaps don't represent God as we know him. They stand outside of abortion clinics with signs condemning women, struggling with an already heartbreaking decision. They congregate on college campuses, uh, yelling about condemnation and judgment. They point out the speck in the eye of another while ignoring the log in their own eye. They even post things on Facebook to make themselves feel holier than thou. These actions are not loving. They are not helpful or merciful or compassionate. And those who hold themselves out as holy have already received their reward. Real Christians try to act like Jesus. Jesus reached out to each person one at a time. He fed the hungry. He helped the poor. He gave hope to the downtrodden. Jesus healed the ear of the man who was coming to arrest him. Jesus did not curse the chief priests or the Romans. Jesus answered their questions with integrity and then willingly gave himself up as a sacrifice for the whole world. Jesus was loving. He was compassionate. He was empathetic. I am so fortunate that All Saints showed me who God was from a very early age. I saw the face of God shine through so many of you when I was a child. And you are truly why I ended up with such a love for my Lord.
When my brother died, so many of you showed support for my family. When we adopted Blake, you threw us the largest baby shower I have ever seen. When my mother had cancer, you serenaded us at our front door the morning of her surgery. While I have seen many people who poorly represent God in this world, while I too have been disappointed by people in the church, while I have been disgusted to have judgment heaped upon me by self-proclaimed believers, the overwhelming acts of love and grace and mercy I have seen from true believers, and especially from the people of all saints, have shown me what God's kingdom truly looks like. Today, it seems so challenging to do many of these behaviors that Paul lists for us today. As a country, we are more divided than ever. As a church, we are more divided than ever. We fear our fellow man. We are angry at the world. We strive for our own idea of justice. We crave vengeance. And frankly, most of us don't feel like being that charitable or that merciful right now. In the best of times, we can struggle with blessing those who persecute us. In the best of times, we can struggle with being patient and suffering. In the best of times, we can struggle with not repaying evil with evil. And these are certainly not the best of times. But being a Christian is to wake up each day and to willingly take the cross of discipleship across our backs. It is to try to do our best to live into how Christians should act, even when it's a struggle. It is to act with love, even when we don't feel like it. To empathize with those who are different from us. To have compassion for those who are lonely, or hungry, or poor, or imprisoned, or sick, or suffering, or otherwise on the margins of society. In times when compassion, empathy, kindness, charity, and mercy appear to be in such short supply, it is even more important that we strive to act as Christians, that we lead by example, and that we show people who God truly is. These are also the behaviors that will draw others to come to know and to love Christ. As many stories as I have heard about the actions of so-called Christians driving folks away from the church, I have heard more stories of people who came to God through the actions of true disciples of Jesus Christ. I have heard stories of radical hospitality, of long-term charitable works, of people living out their faith on a daily basis, normally in quiet ways. It is rejoicing with those who rejoice, weeping with those who weep, associating with the lowly and not claiming to be wiser than you are. These actions can seem so insignificant, in a world that expects grand gestures. But these small actions, this daily life of trying to do our best to represent the God we know, these behaviors are what will convert people and what will bring about the kingdom. These behaviors are the true work of God in the world. It's more than talking the talk. The devil can quote scripture. These actions are walking the walk, the same walk our Lord Jesus Christ walked. Today I am leaving to become priest in charge at St. Andrew's in Arlington. And part of what draws me to their parish is that they seem to be a group of people like all saints who want to not only talk the talk, but also want to walk the walk. 
As a child, you showed me a loving God who cared for me as an individual, who forgave over and over again, who cared for the poor and the sick and the needy, who wept with the weeping and rejoiced with the joyous. This is the God I came to know through you. Returning to All Saints as a priest was also a blessing. I walked into a parish I knew and loved right off the bat. You taught me the joys of loving God's people. You asked hard questions about scripture, tradition, and reason. You lived out your faith, your struggles, and your joys. And you allowed me to walk with you through all of it. You allowed me to make mistakes. You forgave me. And you once again, on a daily basis, showed me the face of God. For that, I thank you. There is no greater gift you could have given me as your curate. Except to continue that work. As I leave you, promise me you will continue to take on that cross of discipleship daily. Please, brothers and sisters, I beg of you. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, Live peaceably with all. This is no small ask, I know. But through these behaviors, you can show others the true face of God. You can draw people to the church and into a relationship with God instead of driving them away from it. And the world will know that you are Christians, not because of your words, but because of your love.